0: You're listening to another podcast. A podcast about horror movies and scary things. You put your headphones on and enter another dimension. A dimension filled with zombies, killers, ghosts, and creatures beyond your imagination. You've crossed over into the realm of mankind's deepest fears. There's an episode up ahead. You've now arrived at Luke and Andy's nexus of nightmares. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Luke and Andy's Nexus of Nightmares, a podcast where we explore over 100 years of horror films and why we love being scared. I am Luke, and uh, as always, I have my good buddy Andy with me. How are you doing? Hello. Hello. Ho, ho, hello. Ho, ho, hello.
1: Ho, ho, hello.
0: So welcome to our final episode of... In our ho ho horror holiday horror extravaganza. Extravaganza. You better
1: fucking say extravaganza. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Yes. So it's our final episode here. Uh, Christmas is just a few days away. And uh, if you haven't, we, we, if you haven't checked it out yet, we have a couple episodes uh, that we did before this. It's true. Uh, we did Gremlins, and we did
1: the uh, 1974, the original, Black Christmas. Listen to them now, because yeah. you're not going to want to listen to them after Christmas. Yeah, that's true.
0: Um, just like I'm not going to want to drink Nogs after Christmas. No, I just...
1: not going to want to drink Nogs. Not yep. going to want to watch The Office Christmas episodes anymore. Going <laughs> to just fast forward through those. <laughs> just don't want anything to do with it. Just nope. throw the tree out the window, set it on nope. fire.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Smash the ornaments.
0: And and in 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 that same spirit, our episode today is Krampus.
1: Krampus. Santa's shadow. Which, Santa. Santa's.
0: Uh, yes, the shadow of Saint Nicholas. This is one of the few. Um,
1: just. The, uh, I can't talk today. (laughs) Clampus, get down the chimney. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's and we're already (laughs) the matchup. And we're already into (laughs) (laughs) We're already into Arnold like two minutes in. It's a matchup I'd pay good money to see. Arnold in his prime versus Krampus.
0: (laughs) Oh God, yeah.
1: I was gonna yeah. say this is the only this is the only Krampus movie that does not have a subtitle does not have a a colon so if you're looking for the for this film don't get Krampus Unleashed don't get Krampus two Electric Boogaloo don't get Krampus Santa can fuck himself this is this one is just called <laughs> Krampus and there are a lot of others trust me I didn't realize that there were that many. Yeah, I, I, was, they, I was... I'm sure they all
0: they all had to come after. I mean, obviously, everything you mentioned there was fake. But I mean, you were just making things up. Or or, or, did, or were you? I don't or, know. Or now, was I? I, now, now our listeners are going to have to... Krampus versus
1: see. RoboCop. I mean...
0: But there are... I mean, I think, yeah, maybe there are a couple. And I'm sure they all came out after this because, you know...
1: Who knows? That's how it works. Only time um, will tell. Or IMDB, but, uh, depending on which you'd rather.
0: <laughs> so this is the follow up to Trick or Treat.
1: Yes, Michael same, Michael Doherty. Same writer follow-up. director.
0: Yeah, Michael Doherty. Good stuff. When holiday He's to a the friend other. of the show. We just call him Mikey clo- D <laughs> close close friend. Yeah. Um Yeah, so I was this was a movie that uh, I was really looking forward to when it came out because i had loved i had, i had come to love trick or Treat so much and then and then when i found out that he was doing a christmas horror movie i was like holy shit and so uh was very excited for this
1: were you I, on the I, toilet I, at the time just, uh, just when i found the out sides. oh my god Bob. holy <laughs> shit <Bob>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh man it sounds it sounds like it right outside my window right now we've got crazy winds and it it's kind of sounding like uh Krampus is coming
1: rolling Krampus. in here.
0: Krampus is rolling in town. J- Look out!
1: Jingle jangling his chains and <laughs> f- he's flashing. swinging
0: his bir- swinging his birch birch uh, sticks. Flashing his, his nog, sw- he'll, he'll, he'll get you. Flashing his
1: nog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where's the nog? I need to get merry. Need to get merry.
0: Um. So yeah, I was like I became borderline obsessed with the character of Krampus. That does not uh, sound like you. But mo- months <laughs> completely out of character. Months before this movie uh was released, I was like I was obsessed with the character of Krampus and because I I, I think like a lot of American audiences like they weren't familiar with Krampus at all. Like I didn't know who Krampus was before yeah. this movie came out in 2015. Um And now, I mean, even now, just, you know. (laughs)
1: Now, I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Krampus, fuck Krampus. It's all about Belschnickel.
0: It's old old news. It's old news. Give me the Belschnickel. (laughs) Belschnickel. Um, But yeah, uh, so I was like, I was was grabbing up and devouring anything Krampus I could. There was a book that came out in 2012 that uh, was illustrated and written by this artist that just goes by the name of brahm b-r-o-m, B-R-O-M. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um brahm
1: stoker i think is the is what i stoker of. have you have you heard of this guy no oh, you should check brom him out brahm stoker brom bones um
0: he's he, he does good stuff um and he's actually he's a really good writer he's he, he's done several books and he does good he, work. Did, a great, he did he does good work he did a Krampus book though that came out in like 2012, and um, and yeah, it's kind of like a I, like they they take Krampus like this movie. They kind of they take Krampus and they kind of place him in the modern modern world kind of, mm. um, but it's a completely different story than than where you know what what the movie does. Um, but it's pretty interesting, and um, so I yeah I grabbed that I read that and yeah I was. I was very excited for this movie. And then,
1: and when I saw in the theater. I'm just, I'm laughing now because you're like, I, it's just Krampus of the ass for me in 20, 2014 and 2015. <laughs> it's just Krampus everything. Oh, yeah, Luke, what'd you do? Oh, I read this book. And then I saw a movie and then I was kind of done with it. I know, you probably did more. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Sorry, I had a mouthful. Mouthful. <laughs> mouthful. Um,
0: um, but no, yeah, so.
1: I think like you like sent a us a of... Krampus Christmas card that year. I that's yeah, which I promptly threw in the trash, <laughs> like I do with all of my other like Christmas cards. You, like you do with all cards. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's, the oh they thought of us. That's nice. Garbage can sound. Garbage opening. can. <laughs> that was a note as a note for myself to insert that sound effect when I added this garbage can sound opening sl- uh. lid slamming. <laughs>
0: Oh man!
1: Lighter so, fluid yeah. being sprayed onto the garbage can, <laughs> lighting it on fire. We're back to lighting things on fire. Yeah, back to yeah. I don't know L- what. Let me let me, let me know when you're done. What movie are we talking about? God I, damn it! I don't know. I
0: forgot something about something about ass cramps. I don't know.
1: Ass cramps. The ass old cramps. cramp ass. I got the I got the ass cramps again. You get those sometimes. Uh-huh. It's not pleasant. More prone to my ass falling asleep, which is equally unpleasant. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So Krampus? Yes,
0: the movie itself. Uh. So okay. Well, let, let's uh, let's talk. I, I wanna I wanna bring switch it over to you here. You have never mean.
1: you had never seen this movie. I had never seen this movie in the six.
0: F- which I feel like this first, is like the. Like a a running theme here where it's like you're the one that has not seen the movie. I guess you're you're in, I
1: guess we all know who's in charge here. (laughs) Luke calls me up. Luke calls me up on the Wednesday before we shoot these and he's like, You're gonna watch this (laughs) fucking movie and you're gonna like it and you're gonna talk about how much you like it. And I'm just like, Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, No, I'd never seen it, but I actually, I just started. I actually just found randomly the Scream Factory um, website, which I I was not aware of. This company, Scream Factory and Shout Factory, have you seen these? Have you have you seen these? Have (laughs) you seen this? Have you heard of this? (laughs) This is news
0: to you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I actually, so that's the other thing we're gonna be talking about here in the episode is that we're gonna be talking about the the new Naughty Cut.
1: New? Did that, you say nude? Nude and naughty. Nude,
0: nude, naughty cut. <laughs> nude and naughty. Krampus is nude in this version. Yeah. Um,
1: and so are the gingerbread yeah, there's, men.
0: There's the, there's uh they just released it um earlier this month. It's uh just a a new cut of the movie um that has some stuff added to it and and it's, it's the true. first time being released on 4K. So it's true. we both snatched it up promptly.
1: Snatched and, it up. Uh, that's the version we're going to be talking about. Yes. Tonight. And that's the only version that you've seen. It's the only version I've seen. So I saw it on Screen Factory and I was like, I saw the cover and I was like, oh, it's pretty cool. And I've always wanted to see that movie. And I just surprisingly just got a 4K Blu-ray player. I was a streaming guy for a long time and uh, we're putting in a home entertainment center in the basement. So I'm, I got a 4K Blu-ray player and was, you, you know, you. huh? I said, look at you. I know. So Lottie da Doctor Rockefeller.
0: freaking Um,
1: so yeah, so so I've been buying um some 4K Blu-rays randomly, and uh, basically uh, every time we do a movie, every time we do a movie, I just you, buy you it. S- you, just, you, you just grab it on yeah. my 4K. My wife's like, like, you- like, my wife's like, we need groceries, and I'm like, what? And I'm just ordering forty dollar 4K <laughs> Blu-rays off. Of, um, uh, no, I've only bought I've only bought a botton. I've only bought a few. Um, It's actually interesting at work. This is a super random tangent, but I'll I'll bring it back. We'll get back to the the show that people care about. Maybe, 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 maybe we'll keep talking about my work. Forget what the hell we're talking about. Only time will tell. But but continue. There's a program at my work where basically like if you just log in and do these random um, like health things every day, like like read these tips and like log your steps, you get points. And after you get so many points, you get, you can get gift cards. So I had like all these gift cards for Amazon. And so I was just buying movies. Nice. So I got, basically I got cramped. I got the naughty cut for free, which is kind of cool. Nice. Um, anyway, so I had seen, I had just stumbled across shout factory, screen factories website one day. I was like, Oh, they have all these cool, like they release all these cool movies that, are, don't get releases, you know, very often, which is kind of cool. And they do like, you know, special features and, and different things. And sometimes they have cool covers and fe- yeah, they usually do and- like unique, unique artwork for the covers. And the one that I was looking at is is a show we'll probably do uh, is a movie that we'll probably do really early in the new year. Um, great movie uh, called Deadly Friend. And, oh I there, <laughs> oh and I saw that. And I saw that there was a there was a, a fairly. Did you really new, get it? I did not buy that. No. Oh, thank God! Uh, I <laughs> saw that there was a fairly new release of that on Blu-ray, and I was kind of I was looking at it, and the cover for that's kind of cool because she's uh, she's really creepy looking when she gets her like she they turn her into a robot or whatever, and she's got like dark. Nobody knows. In her eyes. Nobody knows the movie that you're talking about.
0: Of Nobody's the, ever. Of our 20 listeners, I guarantee you at least one of them
1: knows Deadly Friend. <laughs> It's, I mean, it, the statistic is one out of 20 people love Deadly Friend.
0: Love Deadly Friend. If you've and,
1: seen it, you love it. That's just yeah, how it goes.
0: Right? And, that's, and, and of the 20
1: people, that's the, the one person that loves it is the only person that's actually seen it. Yes. Right. So, anyway, so I was on there and I was looking at their movies and I saw The Naughty Cut was coming out and I saw the cover and I was like, oh, it looks pretty cool. And I've always wanted to see that. So, I think I'll buy it. And then, like I said, I got my free money. And so I bought it from Amazon and uh screwed Shot factory out of you know however much profit they lose when (laughs) they sell things on amazon (laughs) uh i feel like an asshole now but anyway you you should so yeah i'd never seen it and it uh i liked it yeah all all of that was to say i liked it i liked it i liked it it. okay it was Um, it was nice of you all to join us thank you for listening (laughs) i liked it we
0: i like i like it (laughs) Like, I wasn't sure, I wasn't sure what you would think of it because, I mean, I've been watching it like, I've been watching it, it's become a tradition with me, like where I, I watch, make sure I watch it every, you know, holiday yeah. season now, just like trick or treat. Um, and so I've seen it, you know, five, six times now. Um, And yeah, I know I've brought it up to you before, but you know, we,
1: before the, this podcast, we've never really talked about it very much. And, and No, so, I know we talked about it when it was coming out.
0: I know it yeah. did. Yeah, and sure i we did. And
1: I... And but I, I think, can't believe it took you six fucking years to see this movie. I think at the time it was one of those movies where I was like, oh, I'll probably go see it. So I think I've mentioned this before. My wife does not like horror movies. Right. So this was one where I kind of was going to talk her into watching it. Um, but because of how quickly we had to watch it and kind of turn it around, I didn't really feel like... It, it'd take me a good three weeks to wear her down. <laughs> um, so I didn't really... <laughs> and then the other thing is like she doesn't... She, she doesn't. There's certain things about horror movies that she doesn't like. The jump scares are one of them, and I kind of had a feeling that because this was a PG-13 horror movie, that there was going to be some spots that there were going to be some jump scares. Maybe not bad ones, but ones that were kind of, you know, just. But they the really kinda, aren't, are there? There's, there's maybe three. Uh, really? Yeah. There's maybe three, and they're they're telegraphed. I mean, you know, they're yeah, it's obvious. You know, the music goes down and it's obvious it's coming, but it's still, you know, it's still not easy to brace yourself for stuff like that because of just the way they time it. So I wasn't sure if she'd like it, but, you know, it's something now that I've seen it, you know, I can, I I might try and convince her to watch it again. uh, Yeah. This is a pretty, it's a pretty tame. Yeah. It's like, I mean, does she like like Gremlins? She doesn't. No. What the fuck? Um... (laughs) You could take but that yeah. up with her. I mean, again, yeah. it's the same. It's the same stuff. It's like you know, kind of the jump scares and kind of the creepiness of it. Yeah, you know, I she's you. just not a horror movie fan.
0: Yeah, that's. I mean, sucks for you. Meh, it's fine. It's, it sucks for you. <laughs> just don't. There's don't plenty try of other to, things. Don't that try she to, likes. Don't try to sugarcoat
1: it. There's plenty of other movies that she likes nope. that I like that I that I I get to run nope. the movies like ninety nine percent of the time. So. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty happy I'm, with that. I'm lucky that that my wife is into horror movies, but yeah. But that's, I think your wife that's is why more just ha- like whatever, Luke. Just quit bothering me and just do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> like if you've if you've ever if anybody's ever met you outside of this podcast and actually talked to you in person, you're good at wearing people down. I mean, wearing them down. You can get you can you can wear somebody down. You got me to to watch all these movies for this podcast I'd never seen before that I didn't give a shit about. And look here we are. <laughs> Hey, when when I brought up this idea to you
0: back in September, I was surprised how quickly
1: you jumped on board. I just didn't want to fight. I just was like, you know what? <laughs> Whatever you want to do, Luke. You're just weak. You're weak. No, ac- I mean, truth be told, I, I agreed to it that quickly. And I've watched as many movies that I've never seen before as I have because of all three of those things. Number one, I, uh, you know, I... I don't get to watch a lot of horror movies. Number two, right. my wife doesn't like to watch horror movies. And number three, I hadn't watched so many in a long time that there was a ton that came out in the right. last five, okay. six years that I'd never seen. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to... Because, I mean, I,
0: God, I'm trying to think of, of all the episodes we've done. And I, I think this is our 15th episode. But I could be wrong. Sure. Something like that. Um, Your guess is as good as mine. But I, I'm Brown. trying to think of... I'm trying to think if there's... If there's a single movie, is there a single movie that we've done an episode on that I had not seen prior? To, to I don't do think so. Episode? I keep
1: Should. trying to get you to do I keep trying to get you to do ones like Castle Freak and
0: Castle Freak. Well, uh, We I, I really I want to I want to get step outside of my comfort zone uh in, in the new year. That that'll be my resolution. We'll uh we're, we're going to get into some get into some stuff that um that I haven't seen yet. That'll be that that would that'll be nice.
1: Yeah. Cannibal Holocaust.
0: Cannibal Holocaust. Oh god, that's the one of the only ones one of the only movies that I, I spit
1: on your grave. I am very uh
0: I don't know. Maybe I'm in the New Year... We'll I'm just scared do, of that
1: movie. We'll just do straight up snuff films in the New Year. Snuff. Just fuck it. Yeah, that's what it is. It's even though it's not snuff. No. It's just creepy. And they use they a lot do. of real shit and yeah. They
0: like Killed a lot of real animals in that movie, which yeah. is kind of disturbing. Um,
1: yeah. But, yeah. I don't need to see that.
0: Nah. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited for the new year to uh, check out some,
1: some new so, horror movies. So you all heard it. For the next three months, Daddy it's gets Andy, to pick the movies. It's,
0: a- it's Andy's picks.
1: Andy's picks. <laughs> next, <laughs> next week, we're doing the terrifying Halloween classic... Mac and me Mac
0: and me that is a horror movie
1: it's it's pretty creepy
0: it's you know actually didn't really think about this before but um when you mentioned Mac and me reminded me of uh little mon little monsters that's a good movie that's a great movie and it's a fucking horror movie for sure got him got him got him got him got him got (laughs) him need him it's a terrifying movie another uh it is scary it's rated pg uh, by the way it's it should be, should be R. It should be as, for, as R. far as I'm concerned. It should be R. Another Howie Mandel horror classic.
1: Yeah, put it, put it put it on the shelf right next to Gremlins. Put it up there. I mean, yeah. Put it uh, up there. Boy is boy. Just boy, boy himself is terrifying. Yes, and also the his like henchman guy, like that has no neck. Yeah, yeah.
0: He, he's kind of creepy too. Can't remember his name, but just the whole like it was just the like the spike month. or something. Yeah, that sounds about right. The whole monster underworld for that movie is just creepy, disturbing. Yeah, yeah, very
1: unsettling. I don't,
0: I don't like that.
1: Well, and then the idea that it are they're all children that got pulled under the beds, that got stuck down there for too long and became monsters. Oh, God, is that what it is? Yes, that's what it is. If you if you go under there and you live in the monster world for long enough, you become a monster. So that's what that's what the monsters are. Just children. They're just children. It went down. It's there. like a. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a perfect playground. You can do whatever you want down there, and That's so the creepy. kids go down there and they just stay there. And the longer they stay there, they turn into monsters. Creepy,
0: isn't it? It's like uh, it's like Neverland, but terrifying. It's demented. <laughs> I don't like that. It's I haven't demented. seen that movie in a bit. I I, for some reason, I showed my my young daughter that. That was stupid. I, I, so I, I have seen it somewhat recently. It must have been. Eh, I guess I probably have seen it within the last couple of years. But I, I don't think I watched the whole thing. But it, she liked it, and you know. Oh wait, you know what? She has nightmares hmm. on a regular basis. I wonder. That's. Probably I wonder if what the it two is. are related. I probably stems from that. She's that a <gasps> <boy>. that, that, <laughs> 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 Probably stems from that. That one time we watched we watched Little Monsters. Oh god, I've ruined yeah. her for life.
1: I feel like um, I turned it on one time when my son was little, but he certainly certainly too little to remember it. But And he yeah. was immediately like traumatized. Maybe. I mean, I watched that movie when I was his age. Okay, and, I, maybe not. I don't remember what year it came and, out. And look at you now. Yeah. Um
0: So back to Krampus.
1: What movie? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. It's a movie called Krampus. Um, well, to bring it full circle, David Koechner was in Kechner? Little Monsters.
0: No. Seriously?
1: Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah.
0: How old was he in that movie? He
1: he was only 12. He played boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my <laughs> he, God. he didn't play, like, boy, boy. He played the boy version with, with his face torn off, just like, oh, natural. Oh it wasn't actually makeup. It was just David Koechner.
0: Oh my God.
1: Now you just.
0: Now you're just being. Ridiculous. Okay,
1: how about this to bring it a background? <laughs> for for real, to bring it background. The guy who played Buzz in Home Alone, which is a Christmas movie, was also in Little Monsters as the bully, who then becomes friends with Fred Savage's character. And that was before Home Alone, right? It was before Home Alone, yeah. It was like 89 so that, or
0: 90. So that was the movie that uh, that typecast him as a bully.
1: Maybe even as earlier. A,
0: piece of shit
1: see i love that though because he was the bully and then he and then like they recruited him and he like helped him out you know oh yeah yeah i like that i like that that <laughs> kind of like you know like finding common ground mm-hmm. what nice. are that's, we talking that's about nice that's very nice um, oh yeah 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 buzz home alone christmas santa santa shadow Krampus, David Keckner
0: <laughs> So, yeah, I think so. I think the last point I was trying to make was like I, that. I was actually surprised that um, I don't know there was something uh, because. So, I like this movie, you know, quite a bit, obviously, but like I don't like it on the same level as Trick or Treat, maybe. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason, I there there I've got. I've got a few issues with it, but I will say that, and the issues that I had were primarily actually with the theatrical cut. Mm. Um, Some, like, some of the, I would say maybe two-thirds of the issues. Not enough
1: nipples. With the
0: theatrical cut. Because, I don't know, I just felt like there was, like, a lot of, like, kind of jumping around and you really you weren't sure why certain characters were doing certain things and i will say that the naughty cut is kind of strange because it's kind of it's kind of a deceiving title for the movie mm-hmm. the naughty cut because it really isn't any naughtier so to speak right. it's not it doesn't add any gore i mean there's really no gore there's no, no go almost no gore in this movie at all no um and and very i mean even the violence is pretty you know tame but like,
1: um, which is disappointing, <laughs> a little
0: bit. But, but I, but so, I was thinking maybe the naughty cut would add a little more, you know, a little more of that, you know, a little more violence, a little more gore, this and that, whatever. Um, but actually, I was I was kind of pleasantly surprised with, with what it did do, which was it was pretty subtle. Like, it was a lot of like. Just additional, like just quick little additional scenes or or extended versions of a scene from the theatrical cut, Um, and it was really mostly just like dialogue between characters. Yeah, but but I liked what what that added to the movie, and I and I feel I feel like it kind of helped flesh out the characters a little bit more, and it helped. It just kind of was like better. It 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 created better connective tissue from one scene to the other. Yeah. Whereas I feel like in the theatrical cut, it was kind of just, it would just kind of like jump around. And and I like that in, in the naughty cut, they kind of plug in these quick little scenes that have, you know, some dialogue, you know, character interaction and stuff like that, that just kind of help kind of smooth out transitions, like scene transitions throughout the movie. Mm. And I don't know why they even, I honestly don't know why, the The naughty cut wasn't just that should have just been the cut of the movie. That like yeah. it's not like there was anything in it that, you know, would have like.
1: I think probably. I, 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 oh god. I was just gonna say. I think probably some of the things got pulled out, just to number one, just for time, just because. Yeah, but the, the naughty cuts. Dicks.
0: The naughty cuts literally like, less probably less than five minutes longer. Really. And so it's like, who cares at that point? Yeah. You know? I don't know. It's weird. I don't Not know. Not me. I don't care. <laughs> but I, so I, I was, on the one hand, I was like, oh, I kind of wish there was a little bit more to the naughty cut, you know? But on the other hand, I actually kind of like that the changes made, the changes made to it really, I think, just kind of made it, like, because a lot of times, like, you'll have these, like, different cuts of these movies that come out, you know, years later yeah. or whatever. Yeah and they just add a bunch of shit that you're like why did they this it's like not really necessary it's just kind of right. like extraneous and and i feel like everything added back in for this and also i think they kind of like changed the like they they changed the order of a of a scene or two where they kind of they kind of flipped them and rearranged the order of them in, in the edit but i just feel like the, all the changes that they made Definitely made it like a better movie, and and like this will be the cut that I that I watch, you know, from here on out for sure. Yeah, definitely, it's definitely the better version. Although, I mean, like like I will say, it's not like that different of a movie. It's not; it's still the same movie. Yeah, but it's just a slightly better version of the movie. I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was kind of surprised going back after the fact and seeing what the ratings were that people had given the movie because it was like, I mean, not great you know not yeah, great reviews and things and like it's it's a pretty fun movie i thought like overall yeah. and and the thing that i i mean you know i really liked i guess i really liked the you know the the human aspect of it you know the the yeah. the conflicts that these people had with one another which yeah. we all have with our families you know around the holidays you know, to some extent, maybe not so much anymore because it's a little less extended family and a little more immediate family. But um, with all COVID stuff, but everybody's got conflicts here and there. And, uh, you know, it was it was it was a good representation of that. And yeah. and then and then to, to have them kind of all come together for this, you know, to okay. fight this ridiculous <laughs> this ridiculous force of nature uh was was fun and it was interesting yeah. you know and, uh, and and it never took itself too seriously and you know it had yeah. that had that trick or treat aesthetic to it where it's kind of you know kind of a throwback but kind of modern and yeah. and also you know um just kind of fun and and i like that and i found it i mean in some scenes you know it it was kind of uh it was kind of um emotional you know it was kind of you know more so than almost any other so there's a you know there's a lot of there's a lot of uh christmas movies that deal with the idea of like um you know kind of you know losing that faith and losing the magic and yeah lose in kind of moving on from being a little wide-eyed kid who just loves christmas to kind of the more realism and how that kind of sucks you know um, but I thought this movie like handled that better than a lot of other movies I've ever seen. Not just like the story of the kid who's kind of like the last kid in his family who's trying to cling to that, you know, right. that magic of Christmas, which was very emotional, but then also, but, but they went a step beyond that in my mind and the, the, the real, it wasn't the magic of Santa and the magic of believing and all that stuff that they kind of started out that way. But then when he, they read his letter at the the dinner table and they start making, you know, his cousins start making fun of him. Right. Um, and they read his letter at the dinner table and you realize he's less concerned about the magic of Christmas and believing in Santa as he's less concerned with that than he is just that feeling of family that he had. Yeah. Four or five years ago at Christmas, and that coming together and like right. that got me. That I was like, right. oh shit, you know, like that's because that's yeah, true men- to life, you know. He
0: mentions like his, he mentions like something about his parents kind of not like falling out of love with each other, yeah. and he misses, he like mentions like kind of not spending time with his, his older sister, right? Who you know, she's she's growing up, she's you know, late teenager, so she's kind of like, you know. Doesn't have time for him anymore, right. and yeah, for sure. And then,
1: and then his cousins, who he you know seemingly used to somewhat get along with, who now like just pick on him, right? You know his his aunt and uncle, who kind of don't really get along with his parents, yeah. who he probably at one point like kind of looked up to, you know, all that stuff. It, 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 I mean, that's like super relatable too. I feel like that's super relatable to everyone. Like yeah. at some point, you go. At some point in everybody's life, you go back to a Christmas, you have a Christmas where you're just like, it's, it's just like all of yeah. a sudden you're just like, it's not the same. Yeah. Like absolutely. I, this person that I used to come to Christmas with, and maybe you only see at Christmas every year that I used to like, that as soon as we saw each other at Christmas, we'd be going and playing and doing stuff. Like that's gone. Like, I don't yeah. really even know how to talk to him anymore. And, and like, you know, and, and then like. You know, your, your sister's on her phone the whole time, not paying attention to anything. And you feel like, oh, I was, you know, kind of excited to spend time with her. And she's not, you know, like right. just all of that, like is very, very, very realistic. And that, I mean, as far as a Christmas movie goes, I was kind of shocked at how well it got that mentality. Yeah. Um, And then to see them kind of, you know, and then and then, you know, that the like I said, the supernatural force is going to kind of pull them together you know, kind of draw them. The thing that I, the thing about it that I didn't, I wouldn't say I didn't like, but the thing about it that I wasn't expecting to happen the way it was is, and it was kind of, it was, it was tragic. I was expecting like, I I was expecting them to realize all these things, you know, as they're kind of all going through this together to, to realize all these things and then to like, have that kind of be the things the, the the thing that kind of like saves them, I guess, quote unquote, yeah. which really they realize all these things, but they're still doomed. So it was, you know, it was yeah. just kind of the tragic alternative to that. It's like, they realize like Max was right, you know, kind of thing. And, and they kind of, they all kind of have these private confessions to one another, you know, where they're trying yeah. to reconnect and, and stuff. And that, and those, and, and, you know, bringing up the private confessions
0: thing, um that's something that if i recall correctly um a lot of that wasn't in the theatrical cut like yeah, um yeah. there there's stuff like that, like when uh tony collette is is um talking to her sister yeah about the christmas uh, tree
1: i was wondering about that one
0: yeah like some of that stuff was was taken out and um and then there's also like a scene where like the two cousins the twins mm-hmm. the twin girls um they like end up kind of like talking to to I think the Omi, yeah uh, the you know the grandmother. And, and I don't know, there's just like little moments like that 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 they kind of peppered in that weren't in the theatrical cut that I, I felt like fleshed out the characters and just like yeah. and made that transition for them of like where they started at the beginning in the movie to kind of where they ended up just, it just kind of helped smooth out that kind of like transition with, with their characters. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's a, I mean, I, I like the movie a lot because it does a great job of just like, just of, of setting up, uh, just like a, a really, um, I don't know, it just has a great mood and atmosphere to it and sets it up as yeah. like this Christmas movie. And then like things kind of slowly start to devolve into more of like a horror movie. Um, yeah. And, and it does a great job of like writing uh, that fine line of like comedy and horror yes. without it, without ever going too far, like where it's like goofy, you know, it's, it never, it comes across as like goofy or silly necessarily. Um, but it never comes across as being too serious either. Right. And, and all of the comedy comes from kind of like mo- pretty much uh, like mostly a real place. Like it's not like, it's not like right. silly, ridiculous comedy. It's like, I mean, some of it is, I mean, it, it's funny. Like, and, and like the aunt Dorothy character is, uh, She's is like the, the funniest character in the movie. Conchata Pharrell. Uh, Conchata. Um, RIP. Yeah. RIP. um, but yeah, like she's got some great lines, um, and and I'm old enough they, to know.
1: I'm old enough to know when when what is it? The world is coming at me with its dick out. With its dick out, yeah. And and one of the ones uh, that
0: was added for the um, for the naughty cut was when when she was talking about like how like if she was like a homeless person on the street like <laughs> freezing her ass off, and she would yeah. just like she would just kill herself. Yeah, and then like. She's just, like, the character in the movie that, it like, just says ridiculous, shocking things that everybody else is just kind of like, oh, yeah. my God.
1: Um, well, but, that's another yeah. that's another character that everybody has in their life is that, like, aunt or that weird yeah. family member that just, like, everybody's just kind of, like, you know, roll their eyes at sort of thing. And I think they do a great job of, like, you know, you
0: have, you know, like, a character like Tony Collette who's, like, always trying to make things, like, look perfect and be nice and all this and goes through it goes and you know all this effort to to make this perfect like christmas and all this stuff and then you yeah. have people that come in and just kind of like make fun of it and kind of shit yeah. on it but yeah. then but then there's even moments where like you know you understand those characters too like there's oh, yeah even the characters that like you know like like um you know the uncle howard and stuff like that like they'll have mo- they have moments where they're kind of like being dicks but then they have other moments in the movie like like they just never they never go too far with the characterizations right. where it's like it's totally one-sided like and you're they're making this one person out to be just like a clown and a complete yeah. jackass like they do a good job of like bringing up these kind of different points and having these different characterizations but never going too far on, on either side you know yeah. even with like stuff like you know, they, t- they kind of bring up gun control and they bring up like, su- like, yeah, subtle political issues, but yeah. they never make it, they never have it like be too they don't much, take a, you know?
1: Yeah. They don't take a stance necessarily. Yeah, even. yeah they, exactly. You know, they don't really like, take a stance. <laughs> like David Keckner's character is clearly, you know, like that sort of guy, but, you know, he, he handles everything responsibly in the movie, you know, and, and. And uh, and it's never like he never comes out like as an idiot because he because of that like yeah. he, if anything comes out as prepared like he's got they have these tools that they can use you know and and whether you agree with it or not you know it's it's Lucinda. just inter- <laughs> Lucinda Lucinda <laughs> <It's>, Lucinda <laughs> it's just interesting how they handle it you know it's yeah. it's like you said they don't ever paint anybody as completely black and white which is good yeah. you know and yeah. again it goes back to the fact that it's just it's it it's just. Everybody's got people like this in their family, and you love right. things about them, and there's things about them that you wish you could change, and you can't. Yeah, it's very well done in that way. I think Lucinda. Yeah, it's Lucinda. Very, very well done in, in that way, Lucinda. <laughs> <laughs> the, the name of the Humvee. <laughs> so I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you another thing I didn't like about the movie. All right. I'm well, waiting. I shouldn't say I didn't. I shouldn't say I didn't like it. I felt like it could have been handled better in certain circumstances. Well,
0: I do think, I, I will say that, like, I, I do overall, this movie has, the this movie does have a special place in my heart, but there are things about it that, like, I feel like could, yeah, like you said, could have been handled differently, possibly yeah. better. I don't really yeah. know that, I don't really have a solution to, like, how it could have been done better, right. necessarily. It's kind of a tough story to crack. Like yeah. you take, you look at the, this character who has these like pagan, you know, pre-Christianity origins who yeah. has been around, you know, he's been around for a long time, has had all these different interpretations of its of it, of it. And like, um and, and it's, it's kind of, it's kind of a strange, it's kind of a strange character and it is, and it's hard to kind of develop a story where you bring him into the modern world because he's so tied to the old world you know Mm -hmm. um so so what was the thing that you didn't like about it
1: well there's two things one of them one of them's a story related thing well i shouldn't say i didn't like it again it's just i don't know i don't know quite if i agree with it maybe yeah the other one is more of a the other one is more of an effects related thing okay yeah. I, I think I know I think I know where you might be
0: going with the effects thing
1: the with the effects I just feel like at times I just didn't like the way even the practical effects looked really yeah there were some things that I was like oh that's awesome and there were some things where I was like they like the best example I can give um, is like the well the jack in the box for one I felt like they lingered on it a bit much. Yeah. Like they almost lingered too long to the point where it's kind of like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like like I don't know. Like I don't know. There was something about it. Um I thought it was cool. Like that scene was cool, but there was something about that the look of that that I was kind of like not sure about. Yeah. And then and then and Krampus was awesome through like 99.9% of the movie. And then at the very end they kept Zooming in on his fucking face. And his face doesn't move. His face is just like this static. Because it's a mask. Mask of open. Okay, so that was... Okay, so then I missed that. Okay. Okay. So, and this is this is so a great... So that, this that, is that a helps great. because I was like, I don't know what the fuck is happening right okay, now. Okay, so this is a great
0: point. And this is something... I, I'm actually really excited that you're bringing this up.
1: And okay, good. Talk I'm it. excited that you said that because I okay. was really worried. I was like, I don't... Like, I kept watching. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's going on here because this does not look right and I don't and like so, it. And so, this is
0: coming from you. You're, you're someone who you've seen a lot of horror movies. You're into, you know, you're interested in and knowledgeable of effects, you know, be it practical, no. whatever. No. Um, no. no. <laughs> Am I completely off wrong, base here? <laughs> wrong, wrong, um, and so see, I, I had done so. I had like kind of read up so much on Krampus and and the making of the movie and all this other shit that I was I was hyper aware of of things within the movie that, mm. and so so yeah. The original so Krampus. If you go, if you look back at the old uh, illustrations, the old postcards. The if you old read inter- the original <laughs> Austrian text, <laughs> if you look at the, if you look at the the original kind of folklore and and you know and stuff like that, um, Krampus is basically like a humanoid goat like creature. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, you know torso of like a man, but you know covered in hair. But he's got like goat legs. He's got horns. He's got and we're talking long, demon here. We're talking a yeah, demon. Yeah, talking, talking, very demon like. Um, he's never really, as far as what I've seen, uh, he's always
1: like, fully nude.
0: <laughs> kind of. I mean, so like, like from what I've seen of got like his the old, o- hanging out, <laughs> the of the old of like old artwork <laughs> and stuff like that, like he's just like this hairy half goat, half man type figure. Um and he's never shown as having like a big Santa like cloak. Right. Um or the face of an old man or anything like that. Um mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so what what Michael Doherty his interpretation of the character is that he and and they mention this in the movie as him being the shadow of Saint Nicholas, and so um so this is kind of like the American interpretation of the character and so he you know his his approach to it was that he was like you know he was the he was the anti-santa essentially you know Mm -hmm. and so he has in the movie you know he's got this big he's got this big you know uh hooded kind of i don't know uh cloak cloak of some sort and um and his face is is like an old man's face, but like the jaw is like, like hanging open, and like mm-hmm. the teeth are out, and and all this shit. And he's got like the white beard and stuff like that, which is that's not traditionally how Krampus is 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 depicted, right? Um, and so the the his whole thing is that it's a mask. It's like a skin mask, like like mm. fucking leather face. So okay. he's wearing like I don't know if it's supposed to be Santa's face. I'm mean, I mean, I don't know if it is actually, you know, Santa's face that he's wearing. I don't know. Um it's never obviously said. But to me, that's something that bothered me because mm. there's a perfect time because if you, so, if you look at in those shots, you're talking about you've got those close-up shots at the end of the movie, and I think that A that's lot what of the, them. that's what they were trying to show without being explicit about it was that right. like if you look at it, you can see his real mouth behind the slack open jawed mouth okay. of the old man face, and you can see that his eyes are kind of like demon like goat like eyes. Yeah, the eyes are what I was fixated on. That's why yeah. I was like. You, you can kind of see, but it's funny that you, that you were kind of confused by that. Yeah. Um, because that's something that even though I knew about it, I was like, they should have made that more explicit. They should have, I like, that was the, to me, that was the perfect opportunity at the end of the movie when he's kind of got max and he's like, you know, he's got him by his head and he's holding him over that, the fucking pit to hell or whatever that is. Yeah. Um, and and Max is kind of you know thrashing his arms around and stuff like that. To me, that would have been the perfect time for him to like grab onto like the mask, you know, of Krampus' face and pull yeah. it off to reveal the real you know Krampus face underneath. Right. Um, and they didn't do that. And and that that they was something. That, <laughs> and that was something that like yeah, I, I was kind of like I don't know why they didn't do that. And like I don't know why they didn't explicitly kind of reveal that. Um, and, and it's interesting that that you didn't even pick up on that necessarily. I did not. I had no um, clue. I was
1: like, "Why is his mouth fucking just <laughs> hanging open? <laughs> not nothing's moving." Yeah, like I don't understand.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah so I that, didn't
1: put it together. I'll I'll have to look at it again. That's crazy.
0: I mean, it. I mean, it kind of it 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 is uh, is kind of validation to me that like. I feel like because I felt like that too, where I was like, I, they should have done that. They should have like had that moment, use that moment to like have him reveal the true, like even Krampus, if they didn't show
1: it, Krampus they could just show him like pulling the face Pull it off. off, yeah, or and something. then like sh- like sh- show that it like is not there, and then have him react and then fall yeah. or something. You know, you don't even have to show what it looks like underneath. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, just yeah, to give c- that indication that like, oh no, he's like pretty fucked up under there.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, because he's a total like goat-like creature. I mean, you see the cloven hoof. You see shots of the, like, yeah. the hoofs. Like,
1: the cloven Which that was hoofs. awesome. Um, but, um... That whole sequence, so, to bring that around, there were things about the effects that I loved. That whole sequence where, um where Beth is out in the street oh, yeah. running from him the first time. Right. She turns around and she sees him on that rooftop and then she yeah. starts running and then it's the side by side shot of her running on the street and him like jumping across yeah. the roofs. I was like holy shit that's awesome. Yeah. And that's and one she, of the few shots where he's where they use CGI too. Yeah. Everything else is practical. Yeah, pretty much. And then and then he when he and then it goes to practical when he jumps down on next to the DHL yeah, yeah. van and he's like walking around. That was cool. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and and then the jump scare of of the, the Jack in the Jack in the Box, yeah. But that was yeah. good stuff. And so I was at that point. I was really excited. I was like, "Oh, you know, it's going to be a cool, a cool reveal," and and him coming down the chimney was fucking awesome too. That yeah. part was, was fucking rad. His, like
0: the long fingers coming out of like the, the way, he, yeah. The yeah. way
1: he came, he came down upside down, and then yeah, and then like clawed <laughs> his way out, and his hooves like, came down. And then the shot of the hoof like, like crushing the like ornament on the ground reminded me pretty... of uh, of uh, someone we'll talk about next week. Well, we've already kind of talked about him. Uh, we've already talked about the movie a little bit, but someone someone we'll talk about next week in. Rob Bottin and his and his makeup for darkness in legend.
0: Ah, yes, yes. So actually, it's funny that you bring up you bring up the thing because there's there's moments in this movie that remind me a little bit of the thing. Yeah. Um, Like when so when uh, Tommy and Uncle Howard go out to find Beth. Yeah. um, They're they're kind of going down the street. Oh yeah, and it's like there's a blizzard and everything, and and they see that they see that van with like the window punched in, and then they they find like her boyfriend's house, and they go in there. That that kind of that whole scene reminded me of two classic movies that we've that one of which we've talked about, one of which we're going to talk about. Uh, It reminded me a little bit of The Thing, in in it reminded me of the scene in The Thing when uh, Macready, uh, Kurt Russell, and the doctor go back to the Norwegian camp because you're, you're kind of like you're seeing, you're seeing it's kind of like a little bit of foreshadowing of what's going to happen to them. You know, like where you're seeing the, the, the aftermath of, of, of Krampus or you're seeing the aftermath of the thing. And then it's kind of foreshadowing for what's to come for them. And, but it also, that scene also reminded me of, uh, gremlins, the shot where, uh, the shot where he looks in the kitchen that just like the color scheme and yeah. stuff like it because it's like there's no lights and he's just got a flashlight and he's looking around the kitchen that for yeah. some reason that that scene really reminded me of like the kitchen scene in gremlins yeah and then you've got the the butcher got knife like the the butcher knife with the, the stabbing yeah. the uh the gingerbread man onto the onto the fridge yeah. that scene re- you know definitely was like a callback to to
1: gremlins for me That was good um but yeah yeah good stuff. Um, yeah. One of the things I really liked about the movie is that, you know, and it, it kind of had to, but it really took its time, you know, Yeah, with the, with the kind of evolution of how they were like getting attacked and, 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 you know, I, I feel like a knock that some people may, I, so, well, I'll finish my thought and then I'll go back and say something else. I feel like a knock that some people would have is that, is that it, it is like, you know, Krampus clearly decimates the entire neighborhood, <laughs> you know. Yeah. In in a matter of moments, you know, like why is he why does it take so long for this one family? They're just like tucked away in this house. Yeah. And I and the answer is clearly like he's toying with them. You know, yeah. like he 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 he's getting pleasure out of out of fucking with them and, and taking also, his time. You know?
0: And I also wonder how much of how much of that is really real, um, and that and that and that kind of ties yeah. in with the ending of the movie. Because I, I, and I, I, there's a a shot early in the movie where they show uh, one of the old versions of Christmas Carol playing in the TV, and to me, you know, I wonder, I wonder if, uh, and I'd like to get your interpretation on what you think the ending means because it's kind of it's a little open ended. Um, and it's not like certain it's not like explicit of what it means um but I kind of the way I kind of look at it is like you know he's almost kind of like, this is like a like an alternate reality kind of scenario that they get sucked into yeah. um, where you know the neighborhood is yeah there's this complete blizzard and all the other houses are just like I mean there's nobody else around um and i wonder if that is just kind of like you know a part of part of krampus's game and 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 like this is what he's decided to kind of like teach this family a a lesson so he kind of like places them in this alternate reality where he kind of fucks with them you know (laughs) because he's got you know you see him with these different snow globes these houses within these snow globes and um And, and, and there's, so there's the idea at the end of the movie, it's like, okay, are they, are they like trapped in the, in one of like Krampus's snow globes? Or is it, or is it that they were given a second chance and he's just watching them to make sure that they're not gonna, you know, that they're gonna be better, that they're not gonna fuck up again, you know? Right. And so, you know, there's a couple different
1: ways you can kind of look at the ending for that, but. My, my thought was. I, I I definitely thought that was one one possibility, but then when when Omi tells her story, I kind of changed my opinion to feel like it's probably whoever fell into this radius of his influence. Yeah, because when she tells her story, she kind of makes it seem like her whole village. Yeah, got decimated and True. she was the only one left yeah I, I for some reason i always forget about that
0: portion of the movie with that that kind of like animated flashback which is yeah. kind of unique too
1: and um at first i wasn't sure how i was gonna like it but it was, it was pretty cool it wasn't yeah, it super actually, long and it was it was cool
0: yeah i thought and it had like a kind of a unique style to it and it wasn't yeah. like it didn't look like cheap animation that they just kind yeah. of threw into like it had kind of a cool style to it it was almost it kind of, like it almost Almost kinda of look like stop motion animation yeah. in a way. But it but it was CGI, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So I I mean, it's kind of I guess I don't know. I mean, I guess you can kind of take it several different I mean you take it a couple different ways. Um Yeah. But yeah, I mean going back to kinda of to, to Krampus and stuff like that, um, the just like the, the the character and the design and stuff, I do feel like he's he's not in the movie enough, maybe. Like, yeah. he's he's very, like, I, there's, I feel like there's more of, like, some of the other, like, side characters, like his minions than actually yeah. him in the movie. And I also think that, like, I like that they went, like, you know, an all, pretty much all practical route, like, with the exception of, like, you know, the CGI shot of him kind of running around, run, jumping from, you know, roof to roof. But then some of the other stuff, I just feel like, he feels very stagnant. He feels mm-hmm. very, just kind of like, just this big, like f- fucking block yeah. of like, you know, he's, cause he's got this very big block, like kind of, you know, frame yeah. where you don't even, you don't see his legs really.
1: And, and it's, so, it, it's, ex- it's exactly like the, the ghost of, of Christmas future in true, Scrooge. True, It's just kind of like, it's just kind of like constantly just, yeah. Almost I, yeah. motionless, you know?
0: And I think, I mean, obviously, like, you know, they did that on purpose and and stuff. But, like, but I feel like sometimes it just feels like, it feels like, I don't know, they, they wanted to stick so much to practical that, like, he, he, there's, like, not much movement to him as a character. Um, And overall, I mean, I don't think it, 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 uh, you know, it doesn't, like, ruin the movie or anything like that. But, like... I, I do feel like some some of that it just feels like he's like, restrict his character is kind of like restricted because of that yeah because because they wanted to keep him you know practical and I appreciate that they you know were doing that they did that and and I and I think for the most part you know like to me I I like all the practical effects and I think it, they work and um and I like I just like that kind of old school nature to it but um yeah and there's a lot of cool other like there's a lot of other like you know, cool creatures and designs like the teddy bears. Like, yeah, t- teddy bear is pretty cool. And and just robot. like and the, yeah, the robot, the the creepy like angel demon. <laughs> thing. Yeah, um, I thought they did a pretty cool job. With I just uh, like a variety of the different characters. And,
1: and I love the apparently. elves.
0: The elves are cool.
1: But yeah. I thought it was awesome when now again, but that was another point for me where I was like these guys have been hanging out where they just been standing in the snow for like the last day and a yeah. half. Like what, why has it taken so long? And then the only explanation is just like, he's toying with them, you know? But yeah. anyway, you don't want to read too much into it, but I love yeah. that. The, the, I loved the, I wasn't expecting it. So I kind of loved the reveal of the elves. Cause they were like, they just got done fighting all these fucking toys and and then you know and then aunt dorothy's blo- finally like steps up and <laughs> blowing them away that's so great that's and then great. the ones yeah and the one per i forget who said it but they're aunt like dorothy, aunt dorothy finish, finish it, it. <laughs> <laughs> and and then all of a sudden you hear the noises and omi's just like elves and then they come <laughs> bursting through the window and it's just so good because yeah. you're just like you, you do, I think it was so good because number one I, it was so late in the movie that I didn't even I already just like not I wasn't even thinking elves at that point yeah. I was just like next thing that's gonna happen it's gonna be Krampus and and the other reason is you just don't in a, in a setting like this you just don't link like elves with like <laughs> frightening yeah and they weren't scary like they're they're Demeanor in their look was not true, like scary, really. But that the way they, the way they, the reaction to that was was good, and it made you kind of like scared. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, oh shit, here they come. I definitely like. I mean, I like the
0: variety of the of like the aesthetics yeah. of the of the elves. They're it's pretty cool. Like,
1: I know, just and like then the I like ma- the, idea the mask and shit. Yeah, you know? I like that they're wearing masks, and they've got like creepy symbols and stuff on them. Where yeah. you're like, you know, you know that they're kind of like subservient to krampus and like right. the, you know that sort of thing it's kind of, all, all without any of that being spoken like it's just right. it's you just feel that dynamic just by the way they Absolutely, look the way they yeah. act you know and and they've got these those creepy occult symbols kind of like written yeah. on them and like you just you just know it immediately so that was cool yeah um, and that was
0: another thing like that we didn't really talk about but like um so like you know er- early in the movie like um, like the DHL guy stops at the door and then yeah, and they answer it and there's like this other big bag, like this yeah. big kind of like velvet, like red velvet bag, and they're like, and he's like, oh, that's not mine, and and right. so they you know they just bring it in and that ends up being like kind of like Krampus's fucking toys and and shit, yeah. but um, I, just little things like that is kind of cool, you know? Yeah. Um, then, yeah
1: you the then, men. then you got the gingerbread man.
0: Then you got the gingerbread man. I love the fucking end of the end of the movie is pretty crazy with like Krampus's like fucking sleigh or whatever that is. With yeah. Those that was crazy. Cool. Like yeah. his like for ver- his version of like reindeer. I don't know what the hell yeah. those things were, but like, yeah, it, it got pretty, it got pretty like you kind of, I guess I kind of forget sometimes. Like I always kind of think the movie just kind of, I don't know, p- kind of Peter. I always, I'm always thinking like the movie kind of Peters out a little bit and, and, and doesn't have like a super dramatic ending, but like, but that seems pretty crazy, like with all the elves and like the the yeah. sleigh and and like the whatever those creatures are that are like pulling the sleigh and that's pretty. Cool. I feel,
1: I feel like it. You know, and, it's it's kind of a horror movie trope. You know, it's it's one of those things where I don't know what you'd call it. You know, the the apocalypse ending or the you know the the evil ending or the bad ending or where, you know, everybody's just kind of doomed. You know what I mean? Where again up for interpretation as to whether they're just being watched or whether they're trapped in the snow globe. But, but, you know, if you're going to go with the impression that they're all trapped in the snow globe, you know, and uh, they're at least all thrown in the underworld or something somehow. Yeah. Um, You know, it kind of ends on that, on that note. And, um, and I feel like no matter what movie it is, you know, going back to you saying that it was – you didn't say anticlimactic, but I think that's kind of what you were getting at. Um, I feel like that's an issue with any horror movie that does that, where they kind of do like that, you know, full-blown darkness ending where yeah. the no survivors ending, you know. Yeah. Um, it always tends to be – it works, but in my opinion, it always tends to be a little anticlimactic, you know. There's yeah. no – because there's nobody riding in, and I don't know how you change it, but there's nobody riding in to save the day. You know, yeah. there's no, there's no greener pastures for these people. This is, you know, you're just, it's kind of like hereditary. You're just watching these people on a, yeah. on a sleigh ride to hell basically. And, <laughs> and just, you know, you're just along for the ride, you know, it's hereditary is like that, you know, in the mouth of madness is one that I always think of like that, where it's like, he just kind of just slowly gets dragged under and then, you know, (laughs) and, and, and it doesn't end, it ends with everybody kind of fucked, you know? And, (laughs) and, um, and it's just hard to, I guess my point is it's just hard to feel like there's a real true solid climax with movies like that. Cause it just is built. Cause it's just building, 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 building. And you're like, it's going to happen. You know, they're going to, somebody's going to come in and they're going to, figure this out and they're going to save the day but it never happens and then once you realize that it's not going to happen it's kind of where it's it's like a it's a very steep drop yeah and then there's no resolution you know it's just like oh right right they're fucked you know yeah and so that was one of the things I wouldn't call it a knock on this movie but that was one of the things watching it for the first time that I didn't know whether like I seriously at one point was like is Santa gonna show up and like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and like save the day or it's like Holy what, shit. like I didn't know what was going to happen. I was like, I, I really, in my heart of hearts assumed that there was no getting out of this for these people. Yeah. But you just, when you're watching it for the first time, you don't know what, you know, could fix it. And then even to the point where he like throws the bell and he's like, you know, he's like, take me. He's like, I don't right. I take it all back. First. He's like, I take it all back. And then he's like, never mind, take me. And then he just gets laughed at the whole time. <laughs> by Krampus and <laughs> you know up until then you're kind of like oh maybe there's hope but there isn't um so it's just hard you know that's one of the things I wouldn't say that I don't like about horror movies but it's one of my complaints sometimes is I feel like the endings like this you know the no survivors endings yeah. sort of things are almost the easy way out it's yeah. easier to be like oh they got yeah, they all then they're all then screwed than it is to try a and, and write an actual like, resolution. Yeah, resolution yeah yeah exactly um but at the same time, it makes. But for the story, it makes more sense. You know, it. it you know. Yeah, I what, will say, Krampus like, has no reason to save him. Right? <laughs> Why would he?
0: And I mean, that's one of the one of the issues that I had with the movie. Even with even with the naughty cut, I don't think it it really rectifies that. Um, is that like? I don't really feel. I don't know that I quite understand why Krampus shows up to begin with, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, like, the family isn't doing anything that bad. Right. Where it would justify, like, Krampus fucking showing up out of the blue. And, like, and, and that's, and the thing is, is, like, okay, so, he, you know, Max, the main, the, the kid that's, like, the main character, who he seems like he's the main character for the, for the first, like, 20, 30 minutes, maybe, and then he yeah. kind of gets sidelined, <laughs> and he's, like, not really in the movie. Yeah, it's all David And then he David comes Kachner. back at the end. It's, it's all, all David, David Koechner after that. <laughs> it's all... Uh, but, you know... I miss he, your
1: musk. I miss your musk.
0: After after all this is over, I think we should
1: get a studio apartment together. <laughs> um but I yeah. can't think of any good Todd Packer quotes. I will literally watch anything that David Koechner's in. I'll he's, just put that out there. He's pretty anyway. great. I
0: mean, the cast is great for this
1: movie. Um, the cast is fantastic. We didn't mention that. but The cast um, is top notch.
0: But, yeah, so, I mean, to me, like, that was one of the things that I've always kind of st- struggled with with this movie. Like I, like, I like a lot of stuff about it, and it's a fun movie, and it's enjoyable, and it's, you know... Just a, it's a unique, you know, Christmas movie. You know, there's not too many, uh, you know, dark Christmas comedies out there. Um, Yeah, and so I love it for that and everything that it does, and and that it does it in in a very old school way. But yeah, there I I do have some issues with like the story and and how, you know, just. You know, to me, it's like I don't really understand why Krampus even comes in the first place. To be honest, like what's yeah the real, was, what's the
1: real reason? I mean, like he he ripped up that note and it, it. They kind of explained it as something to do with like, you know, the loss of faith, the loss of belief, yeah. and like it, it it ties back into Omi's story as well. She explains it. Yeah. As to why he showed up, but I I don't really you know I I get it I got it when I watched the movie, but it wasn't enough yeah, to like, I mean, uh, stick with you. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, like you it's said, it's kind like, of tenuous.
0: Yeah, it's not like yeah, exactly. It's tenuous. Like I I understood what they were doing and why the things, but I just I felt like it didn't line up for me. It didn't kind of yeah. it it didn't match up for me in terms of like that this would be enough to have this fucking you know this demon show up and do all this shit you know what I mean like it's like you're you're
1: thinking to yourself like oh down the street there's probably a there's probably a a family that's like beating their kids in Krampus is just like well fuck (laughs) it you know what I mean? I mean, like, I mean, I feel like yeah, it's like oh, this, but this kid, he ripped up the letter, yeah, and he doesn't right. believe in Santa anymore. <laughs> so I better go bring, drag him right. to the underworld, right? You know, yeah, I don't know. That's the yeah, thing. It's like I it, felt again, like, it's kind of tenuous.
0: Yeah, I felt like if they were gonna do that kind of story, and that's what it was gonna be, that's what was gonna you know bring Krampus, you know, out of his out of his you know wherever the fuck he lives to like oh shit, I gotta go punish another family. Like I felt like. See, they, I th- they should have made the they should have made the family worse. I guess.
1: Like I don't know. Yeah. Uh, something. I thought it was going to be more like when I first read the synopsis. I thought that that Max was going to somehow know about Krampus and was going to kind of like invoke him. Yeah, I thought he was going to like call on him to be. See like, that would you know, that
0: would have actually made I think more sense because yeah. this is like because like that's the other thing I have and maybe I'm just thinking too much about it but like. You know, okay, so this thing's been this. You know, Krampus is is this you know creature that's been around for who knows how long, but none of the characters know about him. No, none of the characters have ever heard about him. Right. But like, just something as simple as like a family not getting along and him tearing up a note like invokes this crazy demon. You know, like that no one is even aware of. Like, I mean, I know that's probably looking at it kind of like. I don't know, too. Yeah, too deeply in and like. okay, yeah. you're not really supposed. It's to, but pretty like,
1: analytical for a PG-13 horror movie. But about I'm Christmas. just saying. But like, at I, the same time, I kind of feel yeah.
0: like, especially since they had like the character of his grandmother who had right. that those direct ties. That would have been that's a good what, ex- good way for him to kind of like maybe he came across something of hers exactly, and then and that's what made him invoke it, and that, so that there's m- more of a direct tie to Krampus. And to that's, bringing him into our world.
1: That that's what I thought was going to happen is yeah. that, like, it was going to be her having told him stories about Krampus. Yeah. And him being like, you know what? Fuck this. Santa's not going to help me. Then I'll... Yeah, yeah. and that, Then that, I'll write a letter to Krampus
0: right, and he'll help right, me. And right, And then,
1: you know, later the gram would be in, like, what have you done sort of thing.
0: Yeah, see, that and would have that been... not that she
1: would have had a story, like, a, sto- a story from her past, just that she knew about it from the old country, basically. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's what that would have been better if they had if they had set up a scene where he talks to Omi and she brings up Krampus and then he writes and then he directly writes to Krampus because right. the letter that he he just tears up is to fucking Santa. You know what I mean? Like and yeah. I get that there's he's supposed to be the shadow of Saint
1: Nicholas Bas- that they mention in the movie. But basically like more of a home alone vibe. Where yeah. he's kind of like, you right. know, I don't like you guys. I don't want you guys around. Right, you know, right. like kids where, where do. He directly
0: says, like, I yeah,
1: I don't want you know, like, like I hate my
0: family, blah blah blah. Take mm-hmm. them away. You know,
1: <laughs> like
0: mm-hmm. that would have been actually, I think to me would have goblin felt-
1: king, goblin
0: king. Yeah, exactly. Go and you go back. You you're going back to a couple of you know eighties, early nineties kind of
1: classic. Yeah. Then David Bowie shows up with an old man mask on. Big old and a giant piece. cod piece, cod piece, um, big old cock piece, <laughs> <laughs> cock piece, uh. um,
0: yeah. Th- so I think I, I mean, I because I kind of struggle with that too. I was like, man, I, I, I like there's something about it that doesn't work for me, but I don't know what would be what would f- be the solution to you know to make it work. But I think that's a really great point that you make. You know, doing something like that where he he should have directly somehow and directly invoked Krampus. Right. I think that would have felt more. It just would have felt more. I don't. I don't know. Logical well, then, to me in terms of. Yeah, like, and I know you're talking about logic in a movie about fucking Krampus, well, but like still. Yeah. Like there's a direct. Well, then, there's more of a direct tie to why Krampus shows up.
1: Then there's no there's no arc for him either. I mean, the arc for him in as it stands now is kind of like he doesn't really know that he did this. And so, like, the whole movie, as this thing's progressive, he's kind of, like, realizing that maybe this is his fault, which is fine. But if you do it the way we're talking about, then there's a stronger arc for him to kind of, like, he immediately can. be like, oh, yeah. shit, this is my fault. Right, right. And, like, kind of have to struggle with that. Right. and then And then at the end, when he's the last one left... Kind of, you know, make that try and make that sacrifice of like just take me, right, right, you know,
0: exactly, yeah. Well, well we cracked it. We cracked we the cracked fucking it. story.
1: <laughs> Maybe um, next time we talk to Mike, we'll let him know. Yeah, we'll let him know, him know. How,
0: that he fucked up. <laughs> you fucked up. Uh, no, but I, I, I still love this movie, and
1: it's yeah. I mean, d- it does a lot
0: of cool stuff, and it's it's enjoyable for sure.
1: At times, it's just this the plot just kind of falls apart when you look at it too closely i mean and and again it's not it's a it, the movie's ridiculous you know it's not like <laughs> yeah. i think this is probably the first plot that we've analyzed this closely and been like <laughs> both been like oh, i don't know about this and that but i mean the truth of the matter is it's it's pretty solid overall it's just yeah. you know when you start picking some of these things apart you're kind of like i don't know why they made that choice yeah i mean there's know, a, story i think there's wise. a lot of good
0: Good characters, a lot of good characterizations, a lot of good interactions. I mean, as uh, we
1: said, the the cast is yeah. amazing. Yeah, I mean, we already talked about David Keckner and then you've got also David Koechner as Max, David Koechner as Linda, David Koechner as Beth, <laughs> David Koechner as Omi. Oh my God! It's all just David Keckner in various in elaborate and
0: elaborate makeup effects. Yeah, to make him look like different
1: people. I mean, Adam Scott and Tony Collette, you know. The fact that I almost like forget that they're in this movie is kind of crazy. It, it's
0: funny because like Adam Scott and David Keckner in a movie, like okay, that that totally makes sense. But then you throw in, But then you throw in fucking Tony Collette, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, Wait, what? <laughs> she's yeah. kind of like the odd one out, and she, because yeah. she's so, she's such an amazing like more dramatic actress, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Tolman's pretty
1: great too. Yeah, she's really good.
0: I couldn't and, and figure then, out where I had then seen her. Conchata,
1: I mean Conchada Pharrell, Yeah, I mean I never watched Two and a Half Men, but you know, I mean, she's, I, from what I understand, she was pretty good on that show. I mean,
0: she's just like perfectly cast for this movie. Like, I can't yeah. even think of like another actress that they could have had play that kind of character. No. You know, like to, in that way, like it's just perfect.
1: Um, but yeah, yeah, I couldn't figure out where I saw had seen Allison Tolman before. I was like, who? Where am I? recognizing this person from and it was brooklyn nine line brooklyn nine nine oh, she was yeah. she was one of the the chiefs on there i remember point. her from um she was uh re- yeah she was the one that ran she was what was it she was was she a lesbian there was some she was like something
0: no she was, some she was kind just of mind- a no, she wasn't. It was just that she, she was, she was, just was just a, just a woman.
1: She was a woman, yeah, and she was. Yeah, okay. He, I then, just knew that there was some kind of thing that Holt was all up in arms about that he was having to run against her because she had some kind of different backing than him. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah
0: it was just that she was a
1: woman.
0: <laughs> it was just that she was a woman. Um.
1: Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. She was. She was good in that. That. That was. You know. That was good back and forth.
0: Yeah. And then. Uh, but yeah. Who else is? Who else is in this movie? I guess that's pretty much it. That's the main. That's pretty much the it. The main cast. Yeah. yeah. I
1: mean, Tony Tony Collette's the one that I like. Still, I'm like, I can't believe it's pretty crazy that she's in this movie, but she she was great in it. You yeah. know.
0: She's great. She's always good. Um. But. Um,
1: Seth Green is lumpy. Seth Green. The the ginger. Justin guy. Roiland is clumpy. Clumpy. Yeah, that was a pretty good scene where David Kackner fights the gingerbread man.
0: And that's, yeah, that's another one of the only, only other scenes that there's like CGI it was obviously the, the gingerbread man okay. CGI, but yeah, but it, it was done pretty well. Like it wasn't done. Like it didn't look, it looked good. Like it was CGI, yeah. but it looked good, you know? And it was
1: brief. It was yeah. not a long scene. Yeah. And how else are you going to do it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: That would be pretty hard to do. Um. Yeah, that that's kind of like the point of the movie when like the shit hits the fan and like they finally yeah. like reveal all the shit like because you've got him downstairs fighting the gingerbread man by himself by himself and then you have like uh, Allison Tolman Adam uh, Adam Scott and um, Tony Collette up up in the attic like fighting all the the toys and other stuff up there yeah that's pretty great and then yeah and, it was good and then Kenchada just just blasts. <laughs> blast Ugh.
1: the uh the teddy bear and the and the demon angel yeah i love that i love how she she shot the teddy bear and then they threw the demon angel up in the air and it was just like pull and just <laughs> they didn't say that but it was just like shooting it, clay it, pigeons just it, it, into the into the christmas wreath. though yeah. <laughs> and then and then the and then it's just that classic again another kind of kind of trope of like the the last creature kind of not doing anything, just hissing or, you know, slowly yeah. making a move. And they blow its brains out and, they're, and they were like, finish it. And then that's when the elves, they heard the elf sound. Aunt Dorothy, finish it. <laughs> that was great. It was so good. It was so, that was, that was maybe the climax right there. Yeah. I mean, that was where you were like, oh, they're doing it, you know? <laughs> the working together as a family. Um, they, they got the mojo, they got their mojo back.
0: What did he say? crate Did he say crazy? Twisted. Twisted fairy tale horseshit. <laughs> yeah. And he just gets. Twisted he, fairy he goes tale horseshit. He goes flying out the fucking window, like on the back end of the jack <laughs> in the box thing. Holy yeah. shit. Uh, yeah. Man,
1: it's good. It's good stuff. Um, yeah, it was good. It's good. It's good.
0: Yeah. I, it's, it's a. I mean, to me you know it's it's one, it's a movie that has has grown on me and 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 it has it, it actually was kind of like it was a lot like uh like trick or treat you know where it just like very just gradually became like a movie that like i don't know that i enjoy i, I just i just realized i think and upon each like viewing that I enjoy it a little bit more. And it's just kind of become, like, a, a like a tradition for me to, like, watch it every year. And, and it's you know, it's because it, it does have something, you know, very unique. I think it, what's cool about it is that, like, it clearly is inspired by a lot of other movies. But it never feels like it's aping them or, like, copying them, you know? Like, or doing it in, like, a cheap way. Yeah. Like, it still feels, like, very original and very much its own thing. And, and like, you know, Michael Doherty kind of has, you know, his own style and, and vision and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, he's clearly inspired by, you know, movies like Gremlins and, um, and, and, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's, so, I mean, I've just begun, I, I've, you know, I just really appreciate it for what it is and, and its uniqueness and just the fact that it's in a, it's in a sub genre that is, you know, you know, doesn't have a lot of peers, you know, <laughs> there's not a, other, yeah. a lot of other movies quite like it that, you know, fit in that kind of fit in that category. And, uh, so like, it definitely, you know, like it, it, it scratches a a unique itch, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. And, yeah. And that's what I like about it. And, and, um,
1: not only, not only, not only everything you mentioned, but just like the fact that, it's, it's it still feels very Christmas me, Christmas yeah, yeah. me, Christmas me. You know, it's uh, there's plenty of of horror movies that are set around Christmas time that are just you you, you forget about it. You yeah. know, you got your Jack Frost, you got your other Krampus <laughs> knocks off knockoffs. You know, knocks, you got other, you got all kinds off. of stuff. Knock knocks off, knock your socks off. <laughs> um, but this one, you know, it's set up the first act of this movie is set up as a Christmas movie. I mean, straight up. Absolutely. And, and it's, you know, Michael Doherty's got a good, he has a, he has an interesting aesthetic, you know, that he brings to the table. That's, you know, you can feel it from this to trick or treat, you know, it's that same, that same kind of feeling.
0: Yeah. Just, Um, it it sets it up. I mean, it just, it, it gets the tone just right. That holiday tone. Yeah. You know, Whether it's Chris, whether it's Christmas or Halloween or whatever, like he just he knows how to to kind of just to get that to set that right tone. Yeah. So it's good stuff. Well, I don't know if there's yeah, anything. I, I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to talk about before. We I was just going to
1: say, part. going back to Aunt Dorothy real quick, <laughs> the part where. <laughs> The part where Max says something to Omi, and he's like, "Are we going to be okay?" And she says something back in German, and he's like, "What?" Oh, yeah. And Aunt Dorothy is like, "She said we're fucked."
0: And and then Omi's and, just like, nah.
1: <laughs> "Because she hasn't, yeah, because she hasn't speak." Aunt Dorothy has not spoken German the entire show. She has no idea what Omi's saying. And then that's the part where she's, where it's where she says, she's like. I forget Max or somebody says something like, you understood what she said. And she's like, I didn't. I don't know what she said, but I'm old enough to know. I'm old <laughs> enough to know when, when, uh, life's coming at you with his dick out. His
0: dick out. Yep.
1: But yeah. It's, uh, it's good. It's a good movie. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm glad. It's, it- it's fun. It's, it's fun as hell.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Cause like, I wasn't sure how you would feel about it. And, because at times, like I mentioned, like I wasn't sure how I felt about it. Like I liked it, yeah. but I, I don't know. I don't know if, if I wasn't sure if like, well, am I just do I like it just because like <laughs> I want to like it so much? Um, right. But I do really feel that the the naughty cut uh, improves improves upon the the, the theatrical cut, and um, and I just think I, I think it's overall just you know us. A, 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 subtle but superior version of the film and so i'm glad i got it um even though like you know there's not like a you know a lot of like big things that they added to it or anything like that like yeah. i think it's a better movie for sure um and so yeah if you're if you're on the fence about like checking it out if you you know you've seen the theatrical version and you don't know if you want to like drop money on the yeah on the naughty cut
1: i i just go to just go to screen factory and buy deadly friend and <laughs> and then maybe get you a naughty cut while you're at it and then and then come
0: back and and uh and tell andy here that he owes you 20 30 bucks whatever <laughs>
1: hey, you've never seen deadly friends so I, I don't know who they'd be better to trust me I or mean, you
0: I mean, I'll trust the the what what seems to be the the consensus uh, on the internet, both critically and and both and and the audience. I I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of Wes Craven in general, and this is like a, a Wes Craven movie that I did I didn't even know existed. I, I like you you brought this to my attention. I I had never even heard of this fucking movie. So yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I think we kind of have to watch it at this point now.
1: Yeah, we, we so, well, why do you think I brought it up? Yeah, so 2022. Here comes Deadly here, here Friend. Here comes Deadly Friend. <laughs> um, one thing I was going to say, not about Deadly Friend because it'll never happen for that movie, but about okay. oh, uh, Krampus you. is that I do think Krampus is one of those movies that I I think maybe in, in maybe 10 years, 15 years, people will look back on it and... and um, and it'll kind of, it'll have that cult status. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, I think it'll kind of. There's just so, so little that's, that's bad about it. Yeah, you know, overall, it's, it's just, it's just so fun and entertaining. Yeah, um, and just and has just a lot of unique, different, unique yeah, stuff to it. Yeah, that I feel like over time people are gonna. I wouldn't say necessarily like come around to like critical acclaim, like the thing or something like that. But, you know, I feel like over time it's going to be one of those movies that people are like,
0: I mean, it's definitely like, I like this. It's definitely a movie where you just like look at it on paper and you're like, this is like a cult classic in the making. You know what I mean? Like, this is something that may not be super successful when it comes out. Although it did pretty well. Like, I think it, I mean, I think the movie was made for like 15 million and it, and it it brought in like sixty million, which is pretty good, you know. That's pretty good. Um, and and you and again, like the movie's called Krampus. It's not like it's not the most appealing of like titles, you right. know. Like and 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 like I mentioned, you know, earlier in the episode, like most people didn't even know, when the movie came out, most people weren't even aware of what who or what the fuck Krampus was. Um, right. And so and it and and it's a Christmas horror movie like that has always been a hard sell. Um. You know, whether you're talking about Black Christmas or Gremlins or whatever, like there's always been some kind of backlash to any, you know, horror movie that takes place at Christmas time. And so, yeah, so there's a lot of things kind of like, you know, uh, that you could have like that were like, you know, set up against this movie. And, uh, and I think it, you know, it, it still was fairly successful and, and I think you're right. I think, you know, as the years go by, like it, it's, it's more and more people are going to come around to it and, and kind of, it's definitely going to you know, hit like a, a cult, cult classic status at some point, I think.
1: Yeah. I mean, especially as, especially as, you know, somebody like Michael Doherty, you know, becomes more popular. Yeah. Um. Which he he has, I mean, already. I mean, Trick or Treat's already kind of cult status. Absolutely, you yeah, know, that one. You got definitely. Godzilla, King of the Monsters, which was you know a lot better than the first one.
0: Yeah, I hope he goes back to like smaller films, though. Because
1: yeah, I mean, those. I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying that I like it better than these two movies. No, they right. Just keep doing that. I'm saying, I'm saying that you know he made a good. Huge budget movie that was yeah fairly fairly more well received than say you know the original Godzilla that came before it right. and kind of carried on that story and, and made a good I mean that movie was kind of fun and and uh, you know had had some decent comedy in it and was 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 kind of entertaining. Which one? And, and Godzilla King of the Monsters. Oh okay, so you oh okay you did see that. Okay. Yeah yeah
0: yeah it was all right. I think I feel like I mean you
1: know it's a big. It's a big budget tentpole yeah. movie, you know. And yeah, it was better than yeah, it was an IP. It was better than. But um, I think it's cool that they hired him to do that. Like they 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 had the kind of like,
0: you know, they're like okay, they, they 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 went beyond kind of like your standard big budget kind of director, you know, yeah. a- action director, and they looked at somebody who who clearly has a love for creatures and monsters, you know. Yeah. And so I think it's cool that they they hired him for that. And, and they did the same thing with uh, like what Kong versus Godzilla where, yeah. where they with the Adam got the, another like yeah in kind of indie director and stuff like that. But but yeah, I hope Which I'm excited. I like
1: Michael Doherty's stuff better than I like Adam Wingard's oh, stuff. Yeah, but. For sure.
0: But yeah, I wonder I wonder what he's gonna do next. I know he's I know uh, Doherty's working on like a Hellraiser series, right?
1: Trick or Treat 2? Yeah, but that's
0: I know that's on Internet Movie Database, but that's been on there for, like, ever. Yeah. I, I, I don't even, I wonder if that's even good. I, I, can't, I don't know the last time that Doherty's, like, probably brought it up in an interview where he's, like, saying that they're definitely going to do it. I'm sure he's got a, he's probably got a ton of material at this point. But yeah. I think he's, I think he's probably concerned about tainting the legacy of Trick or Treat. And yeah. probably wants to make sure that if he's going to do a sequel, it's going to be good, you know. Yeah. So I honestly I would almost rather him just kind of take on a a new original project than him do a sequel to Trick or Treat. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see what he does.
1: I mean, next time you talk to him, you can let yeah. him know what you want him to <laughs> do,
0: and I'll tell him that I'll tell him that uh, this is what he should have done with Krampus.
1: Yeah. No, well, but... when he listens to this podcast, he'll know that.
0: <laughs> but we love you, Michael Doherty, and please make another. Make another great horror film
1: soon. Um, I'm sure he'll make something. That Hellraiser series looks kind of interesting. Yeah, I don't know much about uh, it. I think there's two in development. Really? Like a movie so. and a series, or, or there's a or, movie and a series, yeah, or, probably... or two different series. There's a lot. There's weird stuff going on with Hellraiser. I don't. I haven't mm. even been able to keep up with it. One of them's got a female pinhead. Oh, and one yeah. of them's got. One of them's like a back to the original kind of stuff. I don't know. It's strange. There's, there's different stuff in development and I'm not sure which one he's attached to. Yeah. Hm. Um, but we shall see. Anyway, we've done all the movies of his that we're going to do on the podcast. Yeah, that's for, for sure. Now. I don't
0: think we'll, I don't think we'll be doing, uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters. No. Um, but, uh, but yeah, check out the naughty cut if you haven't. Uh I personally I think it's worth it. Um and I'd be I'd be in I mean I'd be interested to see your take on, you know, the theatrical cut versus the I mean again, subtle differences, but to me it's a better film. So uh, I'll just
1: get two TVs, put the 4K <laughs> in one, put the Blu-ray in the other and just play them at the same time and there see how they differ. That's a good idea. <laughs> just constantly looking back and forth.
0: Uh, but anyways that's Krampus thanks for listening Merry Christmas Happy Holidays whatever you happen to celebrate Um, Mm. we will see you in 2022 so
1: Happy New Year year as well (laughs) if you're lucky Happy New Year you filthy animals (laughs) and we'll scare you later